Hi everyone, welcome to the College Exploration Spotlight Series. My name is Victoria and I work for the Charlotte Mecklenburg Library. Each episode, we're going to be interviewing current or recently graduated students at a variety of schools for teens to learn more about colleges before applying. Finding the right school to fit your wants and needs can be hard, but the library is here to help. Let's have some fun and explore these schools together. All opinions expressed by interviewees are solely their current opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Charlotte Mecklenburg Library or its affiliates. Their opinions are based upon their experiences and information in which they consider to be reliable. Today I'm talking with Joshua. Hi, thank you so much for talking with me today. Hey, thank you for having me. All right, so what school do you attend and where is it located? I attend the University of Mississippi located in Oxford, Mississippi. So for anyone who hasn't been to Oxford, Mississippi, can you talk about what it's like? Yes, it's I think it's the best college town in in the country. It's 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 small and the community is strong. Um, And I think I love how small it is relative to the size of the university because they just complement each other so well. You know, it's a town that relies heavily on its college presence, but has a rich history and a I think very kind of deep um, you know, a, a deep history with, you know, those who have built families and built businesses around the, the um, around the city. And so while it's not like this big mosh posh of, of like activities and things to do, it's a lot of like just small relationship building settings and opportunities for people to do all around that I think really lends itself to being a student here at the University of Mississippi. Um, and it also has a really great nightlife. You know, I'm not like, you know, promoting party, the party scene or anything like people might expect, but it just has, it has a lot of opportunity for you to really engage in the classroom um, because we do have a really great program here. So it's nice to have those kind of ways to, re- you know, release um, in a safe but fun way. That's awesome. All right. So let's talk a little about campus. So you're saying that the town is small. So would you say that the campus is large? I think the campus is the perfect medium average size. You know, it's it's large enough to where, you you know, you're still learning buildings as a junior or a senior. You know, there are still places for you to explore around campus, but it's small enough to where you never feel like you're hiking from one building to the next or where you feel like it takes you a whole semester to really feel acclimated here, you know, the first week, like any college, college like any institution, you're going to feel a little lost. But all it takes is a, is a couple of days for you to have a good idea of where you are. Um, and I think that's like the, um, the best kind of college experience because it's enough discovery there to where every new experience feels fresh. But it, you know, for the bare necessities, for the fundamentals, you can catch on in a day or so. Right, so, you're, so you're saying it's pretty easy to navigate after, you know, a couple of days to a week. Um, right. From uh, where the residence halls and stuff are, how long would it typically take you to get to class? Um, if your class is like in our academic center, so around the circle, nothing but, you know, five minutes, five to seven minutes. If okay. you're walking from maybe one side of campus to the other, 10 minutes you know um everything is very close to each other um yeah and it is it's it's a beautiful campus too so you know the walk itself is still nice like you know just being able to be on the most beautiful campus in the country you know it makes those maybe longer seven minute walks go by really fast 
Absolutely. Um, are all students allowed to have their cars on campus or are there restrictions to that? You know, any student, any student can have a car on campus as long as they have a decal. You know, freshmen are allowed to have and they're encouraged to, you know, our commuters can park on campus in our commuter parking um, zone. So there are no like restrictions when it comes to vehicle access. That's awesome. All right. So do you or did you live on campus at any point? I lived on campus in like the most traditional since my freshman year. Um, we we um, require all of our freshmen, unless there are like situations um, that kind of prevent it to stay on campus for the first year. Um, and so I stayed in our honors dorm. And so I got to be a part. I got to live on the same floor as a lot of other honors students. Um, and I, yeah, I, I think our residence life is very, very rewarding. Um, I think there are so many ways for you to meet people um, on, throughout the different floors and throughout the different like community events around the residence hall. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a rich scene. And then the, my sophomore and junior year, I stayed on a, in an on-campus like apartment. So it was like off-campus, but it was still considered a residence hall. Um, so technically, I did in those the years too but basically the only thing that made those like residence experiences where we had like monthly uh check-ins with our our community assistance but pretty hands-off for those okay so there seems to be like a variety of ways to live kind of on campus or like connected with the university yeah but i'm assuming that there are some students who live like off off campus too right like they've got other apartments or houses most people uh, most students matriculate off campus into an, an uh, apartment or maybe a small house. Um, it's what I that's what I'm currently doing now. Uh, there are definitely no shortage of apartments around Oxford. It, it, it's a lot, you know, um, but that's good. You know, a lot of options, a lot of different places with different amenities and different kind of relative uh, proximities to campus. And so you can kind of create what kind of experience you want to have and who you want to have it with. Absolutely. Are the dorms like, are there varieties of types of them? Like, are they more traditional with the communal bathroom? Are there suite and like apartment style? Because I know that there are all different types of yeah, dorm rooms. For sure. We have, of course, traditional and contemporary. So contemporary are you share a bathroom with your roommate, um, whereas traditional is your typical, you know, community pitch perfect type uh, residence hall. Um, and amongst those options, certain, I think, contemporary residence halls have sweet options are like quad options to you know room of four people rather than two it's not like something that's probably available to everybody you know i think they only have a certain amount per building but definitely the options are there um and then we have on-campus apartments um, and off-campus apartments and so yeah a lot of variety and you know amongst those off-campus apartments you could live by yourself you could have a four-person apartment but only have one or two people in there um, so a lot of different ways to experience it, um, for sure. Absolutely. So what is the food like on campus? What type of options do you have? Yeah, so we have three cafeterias. Um, one that's in a residence hall. The one that's like the kind of main one, our rebel market. And then one that's on the athletic side of campus that has really great food. It's just um, the, the the hours of operation are, are smaller than the rest. Um, and then we have a lot of uh, like off-campus vendors who come in, you know, so Chick-fil-A, Qdoba, McAllister's, Witch Witch, uh, Panda Express. We have a Steak and Shake and a Raisin Canes. And so if you don't know what Raisin Canes is, you will be 
rewarded if you decide to commit to the University <laughs> of Mississippi. It is my favorite fast food place by far. Um, just great chicken tenders, great, you know, Texas-style toast and things like that. Um, and so, yeah, and then, you know, Papa John's, a lot of, like, we call them provisions on demands or pods, so which are, like, I call them gas stations with without, like, the gas. And so just a lot of different, like, small snacks and stuff that you can buy, sushi, you know, things like that. Um, and then also, I don't know if you asked this, but, like, the campus itself is surrounded by a lot of, like, local just Oxford restaurants, you know, not chains or, or franchises, but specifically to this um, to this city. And, oh, they are delicious, you know. And so there are, there's no shortage of ways to stuff yourself um, for sure and see that's what a lot of people are thinking about they're like man i'm gonna miss being at home i'm gonna miss the food that i'm used to but there's so much there on campus and then there's so much to explore off so it sounds great yeah i you know i I do miss homes uh you know home cooked meals every now and then but that's just because i can't cook you know a lot of people (laughs) in oxford can't you know a lot of students can't cook and so they don't really miss that as much but you know even though i miss mom's meals you know, there is enough food for me to, to be just fine until the next holiday, you know. Absolutely. So can you tell me about your best faculty experience so far? Yes, best faculty experience. Um, so for, as a student leader, fortunately, fortunately enough, I've had the opportunity to kind of engage with faculty um, from a lot of different like perspectives, um, you know, as a student and a student leader. I think the best that I've had will probably have to be with my creative uh, writing professor from actually last semester. So kind of late into the college game. And I, she's my favorite. Her name is Elizabeth Spencer. Um, so Professor Spencer, because for me, creative writing is probably, is what I consider to be probably my worst um, like skill. You know, I just could not fathom the idea of me taking a course where I had to write poetry and, and, and prose and short short stories and things like that. And so I had the lowest expectations for myself and she helped her in that class and that environment she cultivated just really helped me broaden how I perceive my writing to be. And it helped me expand what I consider to be creative writing. Um, so I won't go into the full story, but you know, for a professor to have that kind of experience on somebody like me who didn't believe in himself at all, you know, this meant a lot to me. And so even though I'm not going to, I'm not going to be an author or a poet, I feel like if I write something that it has value. And and if a professor can do that for you, then they're doing their job. Um, and so I speak to her regularly. Um, I got to speak to her classes this semester. She brought me back, um, you know, and I got to talk to her classes and stuff. And so That's great. Cause I know that it's a lot to go into classes where you're like this is just like not my strong suit and I know what it can mean to have someone believe in you and give you enough you know encouragement to where you can have faith in yourself and again even if you never publish any kind of writing whatever you do even if it's just for yourself you're going to have a different belief in yourself which I think is great Mm -hmm. so I know that campus life is probably extremely different at this point but what is campus life typically like what goes on Yes. Um, so I, I, I maybe should I should have mentioned, I don't know if we were going to come to it. I'm currently our student body president here. So I get to see really a lot of different parts of campus. Um, and I can answer questions like this with a lot of like 
perspective um, because I've, you know, I can kind of see the difference. Um, so in a normal world, you know, you're a student, you're going to classes, you're walking to classes, you're never feeling like you have to run or sprint or anything. You know, the campus is compact enough to where you like you're constantly seeing people like from for me to walk from the union right now to a building in a circle. I would probably see eight people that I know in a normal world, which is great. You know, sometimes you might have your headphones in and you might not want to talk, but the, just being able to see people that you know on a regular basis is so comforting in an environment like this that it just, you know, it does a lot. Um, our student union typically always has activities or something going on outside. So that might be like it is now for our homecoming. We, you know, our student activities association were gi- was giving out gift bags um, that had like our football coach bobblehead and like some homecoming shirts and Wednesday they'll have bumper cars and um, we'll have a mechanical shark out there. So you might see activities like that or you might see some tabling going on. And so you might have different student organizations giving out different organization specific resources or just, you know, engaging with students that way. You will see our Starship delivery robots, uh, you know, driving around delivering food to different people. You will walk through the, the Grove and see people having picnics um, or studying out, you know, at a picnic table or on our Grove stage. It's a really homey environment. And I keep stressing that because we're a public university. The biggest in the state, you know, the flagship of the state, an SEC school. And so that kind of small, small town feel isn't what's expected, but it's delivered. Um, and so we have that big, you know, that, that big institution feel, but we also provide the smaller kind of more intimate and more day to day kind of experiences. And so this being a student on campus in the normal world, it's it's just 10 out of 10, you know, it's like. It's what a college experience should should be, um, and even in this COVID environment, you know, experience like I mentioned, our SAA is having homecoming week um, as we as we talk. You know, they had an activity that was supposed to last to three, but so many people were on campus just engaged that they so you know they they sold out with bags two hours into the event, and so you know you're still seeing people, you're still seeing students be students, and I think that speaks to the level of like comfort and trust that we as the student body have with our institution. Absolutely. So you mentioned it a little bit. Um, athletics would probably be very, very big there, I'm <laughs> assuming. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. I mean, I will say that my understanding of sports is low, and I barely know anything about most systems, but I do know that, you know, the whole Ole Miss thing and the blind side and, you know, all that stuff. I do know a little bit about that. So what's it like to be on campus with the athletics being so big there? Well, I'm right with you. So to be somebody like me who doesn't, who's not a sports person, it's very interesting because I'm consistently made fun of by my peers um, who are like some student body president you are. Um, but it, <laughs> oh, it's <that's> so mean. <laughs> right. No. But it's 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 really fun. It's neat. Um, I definitely think if you're not used to that scene, it takes a little to get used to because not every university is like a a sports university, you know. But being in the SEC, you kind of have no choice but to be. Um, and so, either you get used to it really fast once you kind of buy in and you go you go tailgating um, with friends. I would suggest um and you go to your first game like i didn't go go to my first game until the homecoming of last year um which is another you know 
point of ridicule by my friends. But, you know, once because I, I just felt like the game wouldn't be for me and that I wouldn't have a good time. But I was like pleasantly surprised. Like games are fun. Um, I think if you just find your group of people, you know, no matter what sporting event you're at, you're going to have a great time. You know, tailgating is a big part of our culture here. Um, and so once you feel comfortable going into that kind of environment, you will have a good time. And a lot, all of our sporting events are free except for football. And so for me, even though I just said I enjoyed the football game, I'm still not a football person. But I love basketball here. And the student section in our basketball games is unbeatable, without a doubt. And so I think that once you find out what sport you are, you know, whether that's going to a basketball game or watching our volleyball team win 14 straight games, you know, you will have a great time. It just takes a level of like getting plugged in um, on your part. Absolutely. All right. So let's switch gears a little bit. What is your major? Do you have any minors? Will you talk about the curriculum a little bit? And then if your program has any special requirements um, before you graduate, or for that matter, if Ole Miss does have requirements for every student um, before they graduate. Yeah, so I am an English and political science double major with a minor in legal studies, which is basically just a combination of law and uh, criminal justice. In terms of, so I have pretty basic majors, so like there are no over, you know, noteworthy requirements for either major or minor besides, you know, having a certain amount of hours and knocking out certain type of courses. But I'm also a member of the Honors College here, so the Sally McDonald Barksdale Honors College which is a special program here on campus where if you get accepted, you apply um, before you get here. And if you get accepted in, it's like this, it has its own building, its own kind of, its own, uh, not own faculty that kind of overlap with general faculty, but, you know, own staff. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a community. It's a pocket of campus. That's really, really deep. The relationships and the people you see and meet are outstanding. You know, they, they have these kind of programs where they send you to a different part of the country for a research project for free on your behalf. You know, they have different like convocations and events and stuff. So really neat, you know, and the only requirements for that once you get in are to maintain a certain uh, GPA level to do a certain amount of hours and then have a thesis when you, by the time you graduate, which is what I'm working on right now. Okay. But just more generally Ole Miss, you know, it has a lot of different like programs and ways for you to apply yourself. You know, our accounting program, accountancy program is number seven in the country. We have a great business school that allows you to get your master's in five years. You know, it was in one extra year on top of the four years of undergrad. So in five years, you can get your undergraduate degree and your master's. You know, we have the honors college. We have the College of Liberal Arts with over 80 majors um, just in that college alone, you know. We have a new applied sciences division where you can, you know, there are certain like, you know, like, you know, communications and science disorders um, or uh, criminal justice or things like that. So, like, it's, it's just a lot of ways academically to build your own college experience. You know, you can do more than one school. You know, you can be engineering and English. You can do nursing. You can do two and two. You know, we're connected with the University of Mississippi Medical Center in Jackson. So, you know, no matter how you come to college, you know, no matter what state you come to college in, you will have plenty of time to find yourself and then work to apply yourself and get that degree. That's awesome. Just, you know, to 
speak to our connection i have my bachelor's in english so we have something in common (laughs) yes we love to hear it (laughs) all right so were there any specific factors that led you to choose Ole Miss over anything else you any other school that you applied to well see i would love to say something like oh yeah my family went here or like i came here and i fell in love i came because one thing university of mississippi loves to do is provide resources for those who aren't necessarily in the best position you know and who can't pay mm-hmm. a full college experience. And so luckily for me, you know, I didn't get a full ride, but I got basically all of my different scholarships um, covered my cost of attendance. And so the closest thing to a full ride outside of one. Um, and so I, I come here basically for free. Um, and that was a big selling point uh, relative to the options that were left. You know, I, I was like, I want to do Ivy League school. I want to go to Vanderbilt. But Ole, Ole Miss is like the perfect combination of like accessible, but also like just like it's, it's a beautiful campus you know I did tour once and I did like get to sit in a couple of honors college classrooms and so you know from what I saw it was nice and then just from the staff who like reached out to me and who tried the, the rec- recruitment team and stuff I was like yeah I, I'll go to the university I didn't have like the highest expectations but I was instantly you know surprised when they when the school just welcomed me so much like it did um but our, I think our biggest recruitment kind of initiative is just bringing students to our campus and just having them see firsthand just how comforting and welcoming the environment is. Um, I think even the university itself, you know, will admit that our biggest recruitment factor is having students come on campus. Um, so I encourage you if you're like on the fence or if you're even considering it, if you can, you know, we're doing tours and stuff right now safely. Um, to just visit the campus because it's one of those campuses where, you know, you're like, what? I don't get the hype. The most beautiful campus in America, what does that even mean? But once you get here, you you immediately see, you know, how we get that distinction. Yeah, I think it's really important that, you know, a lot of people have mentioned this before, that it was the getting on campus for a lot of people that made them feel that way. And it doesn't mean that you won't get there and it won't, like, automatically hit you. You're like, oh, good, this is it. But it is such a beautiful campus and sometimes you just need to be there to know where you're going to be for at least the next four years or so right just to have like yeah i can i can see myself here Mm -hmm. versus i've seen some pictures and it it seems nice i don't really know you know it's it gives you a little bit more of a definitive feeling of what it's going to be like to be there right all right so my last question for you what do you wish you had known that an incoming or prospective student can benefit from I wish I had known that uh, college can be whatever you want it to be and that getting out of your comfort and really trying things out and deciding for yourself what works for you and what doesn't and what you love and what you don't is a lot more fulfilling and a lot more telling than just basing your college experience off of what you think a college experience has to be. Um, I didn't really start applying myself until junior year, honestly. You know, I was a student leader. I was involved and stuff, but I wasn't really doing things that I loved, you know. But junior year really changed it. You know, I did orientation, not because I felt like I had to, but because I wanted to. And it made such an extreme difference, you know, being able to interact with freshmen um, and, and, and just meet them um, as they get here, you know, being able to be in, in student government here in a way where I got to 
kind of create my own kind of initiative and drive versus being told what I needed to do. Um, choosing to go to a football game and putting myself out there. Like those kind of choices have really shaped my experience here. And so I just kind of encourage people, no matter where they end up, whether it's university or not, you know, to really just let yourself, to like immerse yourself in everything this experience has to offer because it's not permanent. It's only a couple of years. And so it's important that you enjoy as much as you can instead of just sticking to one thing and staying in that bubble because that's not creating the most holistic experience possible. And I think above anything else, above the degree, above the opportunities, what's going to be the most important about college and what you remember the most are just the experiences and the people you meet. And the more of that you can do, then the best time you'll have. I agree for sure. That's awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking with me today. It was really awesome to learn a little bit more about Ole Miss. I didn't really know much about it at all. So it's been really cool to learn about it. And I wish you the best of luck on the rest of your year. Thank you so much. The library wants to be able to help teens on their journey as best we can. So for more information about College and Career Connections, please visit Charlotte Mecklenburg Library's website, cmlibrary.org teens, and also check out the Career Exploration Spotlight podcast series. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. If you loved what you just heard or know someone who would, please share it. Take a screenshot of the episode and share it on social media and don't forget to tag us. Last but not least, if you want to lend your personal support to what we're doing, leave a review on your podcast provider. Tune in every other week for a new episode of the College Exploration Spotlight series, and we'll see you then. Yeah.